Ladies and gentlemen, the views and opinions of Ohio Was on Fire do not reflect the views and opinions of WWSU Radio, Rising University, nor any of their entitleties. Fire! Doom, 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 doom. Because I'm on fire. I'm on fire. I won't black out. We didn't start the fire. Ooh, I'm on fire. Enough. Silence. I can't take this no more. Do you have any matches? Try setting it on fire. Fire, 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 fire. Ho, 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 ho. No, no, no. You're coming with me. You're coming with me. You're coming with me, Papa. Light up, bro, because this is the show where Ohio froze down. Ohio is on fire. Yes, I mouth my own music intro tonight because I want to get this show on the road, which is also the Thanksgiving special. As tonight, I got myself, and also we got several members from the Eventide Podcast Network that's going to be on this show later tonight. Um, probably about a half hour from now, 20 to 30 minutes from now, we'll have Don Smith and Aaron Lopez. They'll be joining me. I'll talk to them for a little bit. And also, I'll have Robert Getter. He will call in later. And of course, also, um, Aaron Lopez, he will call in the show as well. He can't make it to the studio. Um, but Robert Getter, Robert Getter, he'll come on a little bit after 7. So this is my guest of the night. Of course, later on, I got OMVP, um, Vinyl Message. And also, I'm playing um, Thanksgiving food-themed music tonight. I got a little bit of that coming up during the show. You'll hear that exclusively on this live radio broadcast because I can't play those on my podcast because podcasting is different. And when you hear the podcast version of my show, you might hear um, 90-second clips of local bands whenever I play them. But I can't do it with these Thanksgiving songs. It's exclusive to the radio. Just giving you a heads up for those of you that everyone know I'm like on the radio. But um, and speaking of podcasting, that's why that's why I want to start tonight's um, subject on since it's all about Eventide podcasting tonight. We really live in a podcast world right now. Everyone wants to podcast. It is more pop. It's become more popular than YouTube. It's become more popular than um, a lot of things. I guess playing sports. Podcast, podcast, podcast. I do love it because I'm finally in a podcast field. And I got to thinking, you know, this coming Thursday as I do this show is going to be um, the start of the winter holiday season with um, Thanksgiving. And then Friday will be Black Friday. Everyone goes shopping. And I got to thinking, what do I want for Christmas? And what do other staff members here at WSU 169 FM, what do they want for Christmas? So I'll begin with me. I'll start with myself since I know myself. I need podcast equipment. I mean, I have some, but you know, I got to compete with Joe Rogan. I got to compete with my favorite murder. I got to compete with um, NPR and all their podcasts, Serial. There's a lot of good ones out there. And if I put myself out there, I got to compete with every last one of them. I got to compete with Jim City Podcasts right here in Dayton. And of course, I also compete with two others that do shows right here at the station. You got uh, Maxwell Patton. He did a birthday recording of his show. He's his show's two years old, and he actually record he pre-recorded, and that's going to come out this Friday, um, during Black Friday. It'll be a special, and um, so I got to witness that. I got to be on it. It's great, but he does podcasting, and Don Smith to life. He does podcasting as well, and of course he'll be on later on the show. I compete against all these guys because I got those views. I need those viewerships, so I need the equipment. That'd be great. If um if someone out there wins a the lottery, they can buy me a giant three hundred dollar microphone, the one that's gold laced, 
it, like because a lot of these microphones they're like darkly shielded or the cap i guess the cap of the microphone i was trying to think what they call those things um most of them are black but if you want the nice gold one those cost 300 bucks and I, that's what i want so there's that and um also um i also want some new speakers i want those speakers that the people the um that perform these arena rock shows they gotta put up they got um those real large jumbo speakers that's what i want i want to put those two jumbo speakers in my house and have a good time and because they, because if i can um if i want to do a podcast i want people to hear me i want my neighbors to hear me i want the cops to hear me and that's why i want the jumbo speakers and then what's another thing that i need i need some editing software um i don't know what's the best one out there i think they said um blue i, I don't know what's out there maybe we'll talk about it later the most, the one that's most expensive because you're gonna buy me these things i'm worth it you gotta buy me all these expensive stuff so that's why i went for christmas and i had um the, i was on the show with four unique individuals earlier as it, their show won't come out till friday but i think i know what they want for christmas so i'll start with the birthday boy maxwell Patton. i think he wants a new guitar because he was strumming his guitar earlier and it looks like um it was pretty decent but i think he wants to be the new Jimi hendrix so maxwell someone should buy you a new guitar for christmas and now we got dj beauty i was on a show with her earlier um she says she's batman and maybe it's true i think she is batman so she needs a new bat outfit she needs um because she's got to look the part it's not enough to put on a cutout mask thing like you would see in the 1960s batman and robin you gotta go the whole christian bill outfit you gotta have the um armor you gotta have the cape you gotta have the batmobile so that's why i want for Allie for christmas um hopefully she can find someone that can buy those things for her because it won't be me i'm just saying she will have those things for christmas and then um i met a cool guy on the show otis um he's a big strong guy i think he can power lift i'm, I'm just going to assume based on being him just 15 minutes ago so i'm gonna buy him a dumbbells 100 pound dumbbells so he can lift weights he can go play in the nfl he can go be a big giant star so happy christmas happy hanukkah to you three um well and of course myself hopefully we get what we want this christmas so i want to start the show with that and we are live with Ohio's on Fire, the Eventide Thanksgiving special. And I have my first two guests of the night. Um, of course, they're both podcasters from Eventide. First, we got Don Smith. He is a, he is the host of The Life here at WDSU every Tuesday. Now, join us by phone call is one only Aaron Lopez. So, say, Aaron, can, do you hear us? I hear you. All right. So hello, you two. Hey, what's happening? Yes. Hello to you guys. Thank you for being on my show. Um, so I got Don here. This is probably like the third or fourth time you've been on my show, but I, I want to talk to you a handful of times. Um, but I want to talk to you about um, your show a little bit because you, I would say for the last four plus years, you've had a really good show of um, Don Smith's The Life. You've been killing it. And I kind of want to know its origins just for a little bit. Um, but yes, the origins of The Life. Um, but one thing, um, I first met you, um, it was um, during one of my shows back in April. Of 2014, I believe you was a guest, and of course, um, you was part of that uh, Michelle Messner's stand-up comedy class. She picked like four people to represent the class and be on my show, and it's really cool that I did that. Um, so Michelle Messner, she picked you. Do you remember the process and learning getting the news that she wanted you to be on this radio show? Basically, uh, 
one of the things she looked for is not only comics that can be funny on the air and be funny on the spot yes and be a good representation of what her class was about she wanted comics that could be clean on the air yes and that's that's the harder part to find is somebody that you don't have to worry about uh stepping over the line and dropping f-bombs on you here and there yeah we yeah because we have f-bombs on the air maybe sirius xm but definitely not here so she picked wisely because you guys were i had a lot of fun that night interviewing you guys it, it was a good time yes but with that um had you appeared on the radio or any podcast at all before being no, on the show no that that was that was my first on-air experience well, that's well, that's cool to know. I, I was glad I was your very first. Yeah. <laughs> you never get your first. Yeah, that's that is true. It, and it, and you were gentle, which well, that, yeah. <laughs> that was that was that was good of you. Yes, I, <laughs> absolutely. Um, but soon after that appearance, you made a decision to join our radio station here, WWSU, and you trained to be a DJ. Now, what suddenly got you interested in working in radio after that appearance on the show? I, I think I think it wasn't so much an interest in, in working on the radio. To me, I saw it as an opportunity to uh, get to know my fellow comics because I had just ventured out into the world of stand-up comedy. Yes. I was working a full-time job. I was a full-time student finishing up my, uh, my bachelor's in English, and I really didn't have a lot of time to get out to a lot of comedy shows. Yes. So I figured that would going on the air once a week at a scheduled time would be a good way for me to stay in contact with a lot of the local comics yes now um you wind up calling your show the live it's don smith's the live <laughs> so what was the inspiration behind that name uh there really wasn't a whole lot of inspiration at first other than weird al you just played a weird al song a little bit ago yes uh the weird al song this is the life the only thing comedic i could think of at the time when I was asked to name my show long before the show went on the air, yes, I thought, well, I'll play that as my intro. I'll just call it The Life. Oh, okay. Very, I, that's a very interesting factoid. I, I didn't change it because I thought it was kind of funny that some people confused it with a religious show. Yeah. So, <laughs> so I left it that way because they would tune in and be very surprised. I think is I do believe there were a few podcasts out there called The Life Living with, of course, they would have some type of church name. So there were, that's probably why you got that, because there were shows like that. But when I think of the live, I thought, I kind of thought about that in Eddie Murphy movie back in the mid 90s. Because I thought oh, maybe with Eddie Murphy, I thought, yeah, Eddie, yeah. yes, I thought maybe Eddie Murphy and Martin Lawrence was going to be your co host. And I listened to it, it was like, oh, I, I tried. If you, I could get him, you know, I, if but, I could get him. Of course. Uh, yeah, you would have them. Yeah. Um, no, Eddie, maybe. I've never been a big fan of Martin. Well, that's so. true. Martin, yeah, he, he doesn't have to be on. We'll just get Eddie. I agree with that. Um, now, it was, it was through the life that your career really opened up because you've been doing great for the last four years. Cause you, I, can't, I still can't over the fact that you now own Wiley's Comedy Club because it was a place you were once banned from and now <laughs> you own it. You're a co-owner. I, I, I can't get over that either. Uh, I'm happy for you because it's... I've been... Don't it, be. Uh, no, <laughs> I, I, I love the club. I absolutely do. It's uh, there, there, there have been some, some trials and uh, some struggles but it, it's yeah. a great club it's a great place to go for comedy yes uh, we're we're still working out the kinks but uh, the shows are getting the shows are staying good they're always good yes they're, i've been to they're few, getting yes. more well attended yes i've been to a few <laughs> sunday showcases and they are um, people are getting their opportunities so it's it's a good show that you guys have every sunday oh the the sunday shows are fantastic yes. if anybody's ever yeah, wanted agree. to do comedy uh email uh wiley sunday comics at gmail.com yeah you'll get a form back you can pick a couple times you want to go up and if you've never done it before yeah that is a great room to do it in because usually if it's your first time we'll announce that it's your first time and yes. you, you'll get a break 
that you won't have a lot of really mean people. Yeah, and that's maybe uh, not. That's it. Well, at your first time there, not usually. I mean, okay. it, it's the Sunday comics crowd is usually a very forgiving crowd. All right. Now I want to bring Aaron Lopez into this conversation because it was true to life that you've met him a few times because you two worked together on Unridden. But I want to talk to Aaron. When was the first time you met Don Smith, and what were your thoughts? Uh-oh. Well, the first time, I remember uh, seeing him when they were doing the Unwritten opening party. Yeah. And uh, I, I saw him, and the guy looked like a big teddy bear. I'm like, hey, <laughs> you know, he, he looks, looks pretty friendly. Um, but, uh, yeah, it was through Unwritten that we, we first met, but it was more formally uh, when I came on to uh, guest on his show about uh, four or five months ago. Okay. Now, um, Aaron, um, you guys did work on Unwritten together. And there's a lot of acting involved. So, Aaron, are you were you tra- were you a classically trained actor before doing that um, program? <laughs> no. Um, I'm okay. Not class- I, I'm not trained at all. Um, uh, so my my acting experience, um, it, it pretty much is just that. It's it's a hobby. It's an experiential. Uh, I started with the Christmas pageantry when I was in second grade. Yep. Uh, my, my my very first line was moo and i uh, i did it well <laughs> <laughs> that's funny and uh after that just kind of i caught the bug i was really into acting i was really in- intrigued by it and uh, yeah. just became a lot more uh, involved in in the theatrical side so i did it throughout high school okay um, and then um, i'm an english major so uh, when i went to teach english teachers are often the directors of the drama programs uh, and so that got me involved there. So I've directed a lot of shows, uh, but no no training, just a lot of experience. Okay, absolutely. Well, that sounds cool. Um, now, Aaron, you do watch a lot of movies because you do have a podcast on the Eventide Podcast Network called The Drive. Now, why do you like to watch so many movies? What is it about them that you really enjoy? Oh, it's The, the Drive-In. We do... Um, for me, the movies, I just enjoy them because, like I just said, I'm an English teacher, so um, I really like analyzing. You know, I get into a good book, yeah. and um, I'll get into the nitty-gritty of it, and I'll start okay. looking at, um, you know, what does everything mean? It doesn't just mean what they say it does. Um, and movies allow me to do a little bit of that analysis uh, firsthand uh, a little quicker. And uh, it's it's just an art form, and I appreciate, you know, being, um, you know, my mother was an art teacher and uh, do a lot of, uh, my, my father got me involved with listening to a lot of music, yes. and uh, I had the personal experiences with theater, so I just, the performing arts are, are really tied to me, and so movies were just the kind of combination of all of that. Um, so I, I started collecting them as a kid, and okay. just got more and more involved uh, with, you know, uh, seeing those old movies. My dad got me into some of these obscure <laughs> 80s movies that um, I'd never heard of, um, and so we would sit and watch these. And, yeah, and Na- this, name this a few of, of those. I, I got to hear some obscure '80s movies. Oh, yes. Um, <laughs> uh, one of my favorites that he got me on to was Three O'clock High. Okay, um, what's that? Three O'clock High is um, a, a movie essentially about a kid who gets into a fight with the school bully. Okay. Um, he stands. He stands up to um, to him. And it's in the morning, and the whole day the bully's telling him at three o'clock you're mine. Um, and so it's just this, this kind of high school movie where the kid is is nervous about it the whole time, and then in, in the end he fights him. And you know, it's it's kind of reminds you of almost like a John Hughes movie, but uh, it's not John Hughes. Oh, <laughs> right. uh, absolutely, John Hughes esque, of course, because he was big during that time. I imagine. 
Um, now, Aaron, I noticed that a lot of your podcasts, you have a co-host. Apparently, you have them watch the movie with you or like before you guys record the thing. So how do you get your um, co-host to help you watch these movies? So the, the very I, I, the first time I, I talked with Mike with Eventide, I told him, I said that um, you know, the, the shows are going to be really short and pretty boring if I'm the only one on them. Um, yeah. So I started... I started looking around and, and I end up watching movies with my friends a lot. So yeah. um, the way in which we do it is, is pretty simple. Um, pick a movie. Uh, usually it's one that has just come out and okay. uh, people go and watch it. And sometimes we go together. Sometimes we don't. And we find a time and uh, record and we just talk about it. Um, the, one of my favorite new little styles that we've done recently uh, we've done four of them over the past few months, and it's the drunk driving. Oh, uh, yes. So we watch a really <laughs> bad movie, um, you know, nostalgia movie, or, or just something that just is, is pretty bad, and uh, have a few adult beverages as we watch it, and then yeah. talk, talk about it right after. Now, about these it. nostalgia movies, do you only do that for your drunk shows, or do you do nostalgia films when you're not drunk? How's that work? <laughs> <laughs> well... I, I have been wanting to open up to, to doing some of these older movies. Yes. Um, just yeah. aside from it, I I started it with just trying to keep up with kind of the new movies. Um, but as that's come along, uh, we, we used to use MoviePass, and MoviePass has changed quite a bit since uh, yeah. yeah. Yes, it has. Um, so, um, yeah. yeah, just looking to, to potentially do that in the future. I've done it, I think, once or twice, but uh, definitely in the future want to do more of it. Absolutely. Well, I'll tell you what, Aaron, whether you think these are bad films or good films, have you ever watched either The Social Network, The Sandlot, or Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles from the 1990s, the first live-action film? If you ever watch any of those three, then give me a call. I'd like to help out. <laughs> All right. Sounds good. Those are your nost- that's your good. nostalgia film? Those are nostalgia films. Because The Social Network was like 2009, so that's, it's reaching nostalgia status at this point. So, okay. yeah, absolutely, Aaron. Now, I have some hey, questions you. for the two of you that we can tackle together, perhaps a mini-debate. Um, no, what no. other podcasts do you two listen to and that's, that do you think people, other people should listen to? We'll start with Aaron. Okay. Um, well, I, I don't listen to a lot of them, but the ones that I do listen to um, kind of relate a little bit to what I do. Um, yeah. how, how Did This Get Made is one of my favorites. Um, it is uh, the... the um, guys from well, a couple of the guys from the league um, they talk yeah. about bad movies they only do bad movies and they just rip them up um, so that's a good one um, also enjoy I'm a big wrestling fan so Talk is Jericho is one of my oh, favorites I love that show as well absolutely um, and then uh, there's actually another one that um, they do a lot of the nostalgia movies too and it was uh, Why Was This Ever Cool um, mm. and there's some really fun ones there. I think one of my favorite ones that they've done is uh, Three Ninjas. Okay. And they go and talk about that. But, yeah, so there's a handful of them that I watch. Now, All right. Now, Don Smith, what do you like? Well, going off of the uh, the, the movies you were talking the movie the movie review type of podcast, have you ever listened to uh, the Nicolas Cage movie review hour? I have heard a couple episodes of that, yeah. Because <laughs> that's a fun one. I, I li- I've listened to that a time or two. I really don't have a – I don't have a whole lot of time to listen to podcasts there for a while i was listening to nick cage movie review hour i uh, i did listen to dan dean's uh i wish i was laughing yeah there for a while but i i really haven't had a lot of times lately to do much of anything 
you know, between trying to perform comedy, the, a lot of the films I'm involved in right now, the comedy club working this, this place, <laughs> it, it keeps me busy enough. I don't get a whole lot of time for podcasts. Okay. In the same way. Absolutely. Now I got another question for you too. Since Thanksgiving is coming this Thursday, what is the greatest holiday food or slash snack ever in your guys' opinion? And we'll start with Don. The greatest holiday food. I mean, it, I just like most holiday food. Yeah. Uh, just about anything. I really, uh, I mean, pumpkin pie is always yeah. good with the right amount of whipped cream. Not too much. Yeah. Not too little. Absolutely. Uh, but yeah, I don't know. I, I'm more, I'm more of a turkey and gravy guy. <laughs> All right. And what about Aaron Lopez? I'm uh, partial to the mashed potatoes and gravy, I'd okay. say. Um, but yeah, there's the. Uh, there's really nothing wrong with turkey and pumpkin pie. And, yeah. You know, this this is a good time of year. That's all I got to say. Absolutely. And I'm a <laughs> stuffing from the turkey kind of guy. Now, I like if, the, now if we're talking New Year's, got to have the pork and sauerkraut. Oh, I've had that a few times. <laughs> that and some nachos, of course. Absolutely. But um, for Thanksgiving, I like the um, stuffing from the turkey. Because, I mean, I've had it from the pan before, like stovetop. But inside of turkey, it's been roasting for nine hours. There's nothing like it, and I like to mix my stuffing with mashed potatoes to give more of a flavor. So that's my favorite Thanksgiving holiday food ever. So, all right, so we we crushed that question. Now, I got a few <laughs> more questions for you two tonight. Um, since Thanksgiving is coming this Thursday, I want to know, what are we thankful for? And we'll start with Aaron. What are you thankful for? Oh, man. Um, I would I'd probably say, you know, the, I got the cliche responses to it, uh, like, my wife deals with a lot of crap and uh, yeah. lets me be a kid. Um, you know, she she lets me collect my comic books and play my video games, and it's that I'm pretty thankful for her. But uh, also thankful that uh, we actually are, are getting a puppy uh, this week. We're first time all uh, right been able to get a puppy in the family. Yeah, uh, I'm thankful because we uh, we just had a scare. There was a uh, an accident uh, with the the family. Uh, okay. They, uh, potentially, we're not sure what happened, but uh, the barn caught fire um, mm. where the puppies were, and uh, they got out. We, they did lose one, but um, ours ours made it out safe and sound. So very thankful for that as well. Absolutely, that's a good answer, Aaron. Now, Don Smith, what are you thankful for this well, season? I don't know. Aaron set the bar pretty high on yeah, that. Yeah, he did. And <laughs> I will say, my, my wife's upstairs listening. So if I don't <laughs> say I'm thankful for my wife and her understanding of me being a busy person with a lot of things going on, I, then you know I probably am not going to make it out of here alive. So definitely thankful for her. I'm thankful for uh, the last several weeks of really good shows at the club that yes. have helped us out tremendously and. I'm thankful for the staff at the club for being amazing and taking on a lot of responsibilities that weren't really theirs to take on, but they've stepped up and really, uh, I, I couldn't do anything in that club without them. Absolutely. All right. Now I'm thankful for this radio station because uh, I do a lot. I mean, I do a lot of good things from here, but, um, I'm right now this third stint that I'm on with the station. It's I'm hoping for a nice little farewell, like, if I do leave again, I want to be on a happier note than I did the previous time. So I'm thankful for the, for the station. I'm thankful for, um, and of course, my family, because uh, some of my family is listening. Um, and we'll definitely get together sometime Thursday. So, yes, this radio station and my family away from here, um, that's what I'm very thankful for. So, absolutely. And yeah, my wife just sent me a message with, All some, right. with some kind words. Oh, that, that's, <laughs> well, there you go, Don. 
Um, uh, to wrap things up, yes, we are all on the Even Tide Podcast Network right now. So, Aaron, um, when I know we have these show releases every week. When does your show of um, Aaron's um, Aaron Lopez's The Drive-In? When does that come out every week? That comes out Thursday mornings at nine o'clock. Thursday at nine a.m. Uh, yep, record them the the week before. So okay, the, the week whole before week to go back and see a movie. So, uh, for instance, just recorded Fantastic Beasts, uh, Crimes of Grindelwald. So if you haven't seen that yet, you got a few more days until my review comes out on Thursday. Absolutely. And I'll definitely check it out. And, of course, Don Smith, he's got the life. And I'll make this announcement before um, he um, gives a plug. But I will be a co-host on Don Smith's Life tomorrow night because this week, me and him, we're both celebrating 180 episodes of our respective shows. This is 180. Um, this is episode 180 of Ohio's on Fire. And Don Smith, he's doing... 180 and 181. Actually, yeah, actually, okay. okay, 180 and 182 that we're recording tomorrow. Episode okay. 180 of the podcast actually releases uh, yes. tomorrow morning. Okay. Uh, which, that's of the podcast. As far as the radio show, much more than that. But I just I, I started doing it as a podcast like a year and a half in. Yes. So there are a lot of great lost episodes that just will never be heard again oh that's a bummer there was, no man. it's fantastic because they were <laughs> terrible uh, my, <laughs> oh man going back to my first episode I, I couldn't play a song i was locked out of the studio for the first 30 minutes of okay. the show okay it was great <laughs> mm. oh don but yes but, but yeah, he's live on tuesday 7 9 i look forward to being on tomorrow of course you like to surprise me so when i oh, get there it'll be I'll, I'll be super yeah don loves uh. doing that to me and all of his co-hosts <laughs> ain't just me he does it to holly shock he had um brand very on they will say the same thing if you're a co-host on don smith's show you're in for an experience because you don't know anything until you do it i don't and i, love I it. don't either it's a it's oh, okay. okay i don't either i i have very little plan for my show and i always like to say on the on the radio station we're live on tuesdays from seven to nine dead on wednesdays from noon to two because they replay it uh the podcast version comes out on eventide on friday mornings yeah uh the first hour comes out also on the life 1069.com yeah on all the links there the first hour comes out on Friday mornings. The second hour is reserved, comes out on the, the following Tuesday. That's why episode 180 comes out tomorrow morning. Absolutely. And I'll definitely try to listen to it before I get here. If not, I will listen to it. So with that, I think it's all the questions I have. So Aaron, I hope to meet you in person in the future. Hopefully we'll do a podcast together. And Don, I will see you tomorrow night. Keep doing your thing. You, Absolutely. You're, you have a great show. It, it, it's going to be a great show tomorrow. Ranson Carr is going to be in to talk about the Cry for Help comedy shows coming up at Wiley's yes. this weekend. And the uh, yes. second hour, uh, my good friend Scotty Mays is going to be in. All if right. I know both of them. If you haven't met around Scotty, Scotty is fantastic. He's look for, looking forward to doing the show with you tomorrow. I will. Well, we'll have a great time. So with that, I'll leave, I'll, I'm going to kick you two out now. We are back with Ohio is on Fire, the Eventide Thanksgiving 180 special. I am with my second guest of the evening. Once again, he is a dedicated member of the Eventide Podcast Network. He is one only Robert Yetter. Say hello, Robert. You're live. Hello there. Hello, Robert. Thank you for being on. Now, um, I am. Um, you've been. Um, you and Mike actually do a lot of work behind the scenes for Eventide Podcast Network. But I do want to know, um, how did you first get involved with the entire network with Mike? Well, uh, my involvement overall with the company stems back to about 2012 okay when i became an artist for the label um music artist back in the day it used to be housebound records and productions okay it was founded by mike and another gentleman uh back in south carolina okay i believe it was 2012 and it was just a record label then uh mike and i got to know each other you know uh, a few years later 
Yeah. We, uh, the third person kind of dropped out and I stepped up and we kind of rebranded the company and it became Eventide as we all know it now. And so we, we kind of decided that we were going to branch off into podcasting. Um, mm-hmm. Mike had, Mike had his podcast at the time. Um, and I thought that it'd be fun to do a podcast of my own. And then we kind of just thought, what if we, uh, what if we filled out every day of the week with podcasts and see what happens, you know? Yeah. Well, it, so, it, go ahead. Uh, yeah, that's how the, the podcasts were born. Um, and, and, and that end of things, that end of things is really managed by Mike. My role is, you know, more on the music end. Okay. Um, and on the design end. And I also fancy myself a, uh, an idea man and, Mike might agree to that as well. Awesome, uh, yes. And I can say the, the Eventide Podcast Network is doing really well right now because Mike, well, we did back in September, he did like a search. He went a new talent. And I talked to him because I know Mike, and he was he welcomed me with open arms. And what it is, for anyone at home that doesn't know the Eventide Podcast Network, because I've themed the show around it tonight, um, it's kind of like a collective of podcasters. The Most of them are from Ohio. Of course, Robert, right now he, he's in Illinois, and there are some that are outside of Ohio. So it's kind of like a regional podcasting network act and um the numbers are really good for a lot of our um, podcasts right now so you guys are doing a good whatever it is how you guys do it it's wonderful i think it's very well well ran you and mike are the dream team i'll say that much well let's you know well i appreciate that um you know uh mike and i have a really close relationship now you know in terms of the company and 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 friendship we just we we talk about everything together when it comes to Eventide, and we trust each other's instincts when it comes to the company, and so that's probably why you see that we're doing well. You know, it's been um, a little over a year that yeah. we've had the network going, and it's been a you know a steady incline, which is good. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I learned that you call yourself Citizen Seven, so I need to know where did this name come from? Uh, Citizen Seven is is my artist name. Um, and it's actually inspired by the game Half-Life 2, if you've, if you've heard of it. Um, there's a level called Citizen 1 in the game, and I like the dystopian nature of it, so I, I just kind of changed it to have an alliteration and sound a little better. Okay. Um, most things that I name, like even my daughter, are yeah. named after something nerdy. <laughs> That's just how it is with me, I guess. Oh, man. Now, um, now I mentioned most of the Eventide podcasters, they reside... In Dane, Ohio, because you're out in Illinois. Do you spend a lot of time in Ohio? I um, I have not spent a lot of time in Ohio. Okay. I, I came to visit Mike one time. You know, he let me crash on his couch. Uh-huh. Uh, we reminisced about video games and watched some stand-up, and he cooked me bacon and eggs, actually. Oh, that's great. Uh, ladies, if you're listening. Yes. Um, I would I would definitely visit Ohio again, though. It seemed pretty nice. Absolutely. Well, it's good to hear. Now, I want to ask, um, one of your shows on the Eventide Podcast Network is called Nerd Versus, and it weighs the pros and cons of nerd culture. So I got an idea of what it's about. Like, um, I know you talked about um, fandom a few times, and you've talked about many things nerd-related. I want to know, though, um, what new, what two nerd icons, whether it's a person or an animated character, something that you associate nerds with, which two of them would you like to see face off in a fight to the death? I would like to see the two most iconic mecha animes ever, yeah. Evangelion and Gundam, battle it out like uh, like a Unit One versus Death Sight type thing. All right, I'll take your word for it. I have no idea what any of these two are, but it sounds awesome. So there you go. 
Um, it's good to answer that. Um, um, you do a podcast with Mike Shea, and it's called Track Record. Um, and of course, you guys talk about bad and good music albums. In your opinion, of course, you are a music artist. Um, what makes for a good music album, in your opinion? There, there are several things that we always go back to when talking about music on, on the podcast. Yeah. And one of those things is, did the album have any heart? Did it, did it come across in the music that heart and soul was poured into the songs? Uh-huh. And we always give things that are super creative and made with passion, better marks, uh, purple stars, as we call them. Okay. Um, and another thing, if you listen to the podcast, it's a little bit of a running joke how much we use the word uh, generic. <laughs> and so we, we hate for things to be generic, which is really just a lack of creativity in a sense. And so if it's, if it's got heart and soul, it's creative, we love it. Absolutely. Um, now, do you yourself listen to any music podcasts on your spare time? I, I do not honestly listen to uh, many podcasts lately. Um, I need to re-explore the podcast world to mm-hmm. fall out of touch with it. Absolutely. Yeah, there's a lot of good ones out there. But I was just wondering if you did music podcasts since you do your own. Um, now, we got a few more questions for this evening, Robert. Um, since Thanksgiving is coming this Thursday, um, I wonder, do you have a Thanksgiving tradition of your own at your own household? Yeah, typically we go uh, to my aunt and uncle's house uh, okay. in North Carolina. Um, back when I was growing up, when I lived with my mom, our big tradition was to eat you know, around noon or so. And of then course, we yeah. And put up the Christmas tree on that- Thanksgiving. Oh, absolutely. Um, I'll share mine real quick. Um, I like to go, well, we eat during the um, afternoon. Um, we'll go to like Golden Corral. Um, that's what we've done most years. But then we eat it early in the afternoon. Then we would like um, perhaps um, once we get done, once we got over being full, we would sometimes go bowling. Um, this was like me, my grandfather, my grandmother, and some other relatives. We would, because the bowling alleys are actually open on um, Thanksgiving. We would do that, and then we would go get some Marion's Pizza, um, which either sometimes we go to the Beaver Creek one, sometimes we go to Dayton. You probably don't know Marion's Pizza is, but it's a big pizza um, place here in Ohio. So that's my yeah. tradition. Yeah, food's all about. That's what Thanksgiving's all about. Good food. That's right. Absolutely. Um, now, Rob. Now, Robert, what are you thankful for? I'm I'm really thankful for my family, my wife and my and my daughter Lily. My wife is also pregnant. Okay, She's, we're expecting a boy in February, so I'm just happy that everyone's healthy. Um, got a good job, you know. Everybody's safe and sound, and yeah, and, you know, good. So that's what I'm thankful for. Well, that sounds great, Robert. Very touching. Um, one last question this evening: Where can people hear your podcast, and when do they get released at Eventide during the week? So um, the the current one that I'm doing, track record, uh, those come out on Wednesday okay. uh, at night. I believe it's 5 p.m. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've kind of we've kind of switched around the times a little bit. Um, my my podcast Nerd Verses is on a little bit of a hiatus, but I am thinking about bringing it back. And that was typically on on Mondays at 9 a.m. Yeah. Um, and of course, you can go to eventideent.com. You can find everything there. You can go to our Spreaker. We're on iTunes. We're on SoundCloud, uh, Google Play. We're on iHeartRadio. Yes. Everything. 
Absolutely. That sounds awesome. Well, Robert, it's good working with you here at Eventide Podcast. Well, I mean, it's volunteer stuff, but we um, share the same network and you got, um, yeah, your work is really paid off. So Robert, I hope to maybe meet you one day in the future. Maybe we'll talk again, but Robert, have a good Thanksgiving and good night to you. Sounds good. Thank you. You too. All right, Robert. All right. That was my interview with one only Robert F. Yetter. Yes, his middle name starts with an F. We do not know what it is. I'm sure it's awesome. But, um, yeah, great interview with him. Um, and I want to um, shed some notes on Eventide um, Podcast Network because um, I am on there currently. I, I come out with um, episodes every Friday at 1 p.m. Um, so you can catch what it is. I'll do a show one week, and then it doesn't come out that Friday. It comes out the Friday after. So I'm on, I'm on a two-week delay for those of you that wonder when my shows does come out. So this will be out two weeks from now in the universe. You can hear this wonderful Thanksgiving show. And I want to give a big thank you to Mike Shea. He won't be on the show tonight. He was hoping to be on, but he is really busy. He's actually doing work with Eventide Podcast, so he's busy with that. Um, well, rain check that he'll be. He'll do a future episode of my show. Um, but, yeah, keep keep up the hard work, Mike Shea. Thank you. There's Eventide Podcast Network. It's great. Um, and he is listening, so I'm sure he's very happy right now. And hopefully he's um, producing gold right now. There's probably some good podcasts it's going to blow up eventually because I think um, ratings-wise, I mean, we do decent for a network, but I think everyone wants that one million download like those other big guys get. It's going to happen one day. We're going to do a million downloads, and then we'll go party. We are back with Ohio's on Fire. I'm the host, Daniel Diesel. As we wrap up, there's some Eventide podcast special for the evening. I got some things to go off my chest. First off, I did not forget about this, especially since it's Thanksgiving. It's now time. For everyone's favorite segment, it's now time for O-M-V-P. And that stands for Ohio's Most Valuable Pedestrian. Do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do. All right, now this award I give out almost every episode of the show, I give to a person from Ohio or a group of people from Ohio that did something interesting in the community that made Ohio proud. Of course, there's always a little story that goes with an MVP. This won't last long. I found a short little story because it is Thanksgiving week as I do this broadcast. Um, and, of course, this article is from 13abc.com. It's called Thousands of Families Need Help Putting Turkey on the Table This Thanksgiving. Out of Toledo, Ohio, Thanksgiving and Turkey go hand in hand, and thousands of people in Toledo need a helping hand so they don't go hungry this holiday. Feeding America says 17%. Of residents in Lucas County may not get enough to eat. While there's a struggle every day, it's even harder around the holidays. From boxing, from boxing gyms to community centers, schools, multiple places in Toledo held turkey giveaways Sunday to ensure every family can enjoy a special holiday meal. 13 ABC stopped by a few of those turkey giveaways, but the turkeys went fast. Many people were turned away. Everyone ended hours early. There just wasn't enough food to meet the demand the thousands of families in need in the community. One of those spots was the Believe Center. Molina Healthcare of Ohio and the Ridge Project provided 150 free turkeys and 500 hot meals. Here's a quote um, part of the story. People just were just excited they have something to put on their table for Thanksgiving. That's just the most important thing for us. Just to see them walk out the door as happy as they can be, they walked out of here completely fed from getting a homemade spaghetti meal, and for some people, that's the only hot meal they're going to have all week. 
said Laura Scaller, the event coordinator for Molina Healthcare. Of course, the article ends with this. If you'd like to help make sure everyone has a turkey on their table this year, the Cherry Street Mission is in desperate need of turkeys and hams. The Toledo Northwestern Ohio Food Bank always needs monetary donations to provide free meals to struggling families. So that's a really cool gesture. And the person that is behind all this is, um, if she had a big vision, would be Laura Scaller. Because although a lot of people are helping, it's without her vision that Toledo, the families of Toledo, would not be fed right now. That's amazing. And that was a real good feel-good story. I like how this story was written. Of course, there's a video you can watch. You can get to the website. They have a video that talks to Laura. And she just wants to help people. So to that, Laura Scaller from Toledo, Ohio. You're feeding families all over Toledo. And also, for your um, trouble, you are for this episode. Oh, M-V-P. And it stands for Ohio's Most Valuable Pedestrian. I'm going to clap because that's what we do on MVP. We clap. Now, I'm going to do a um, final message for my show. That's how I end my shows most of the time, my final message. Um, it's going to be a two-parter um, because I decided to do this kind of 20 minutes ago. I didn't think to do this. And it won't take me that long to talk about it, um, but we were um, celebrating the Eventide Podcast Network as we had Don Smith, um, Aaron Lopez, and Robert Getter. Here's Mike, Mike Shea is listening. I won't give a roll call of everyone that's a member of our Eventide family. There are some that are podcasters. Some that are just super fans that help a little bit here and there. And these 15 individuals I'm going to shout out to right now. Got Mike Shea, who is the um, co-founder of Eventide. You got Don Smith, Robert F. Yetter III. I forget. So there's two of them. There was two Robert Getters before this current Robert Getter that I talked to. That's fascinating. We got Jake McDowell. He's a stand-up comedian. I don't know where he's from, but he, that's cool that he does that. Then we got Brandon Gale. We got Ian Heaton. Of course, me, Daniel Hood. Hello, everyone. We got Benjamin Norsworthy. We got Mitchell Us. Greg Bolden. I'm sorry, Cage Bolden. I said that wrong. Nicholas Sailors. I said that wrong. Nicholas Slayers. Then you got Aaron Lopez, Jessica Gillen, Edison Smith. Then we got Candace Shedder, who is the wife of Robert. And that's it. Pat yourself on a bag. Even Time Podcast Network. So shout out and thank you for letting me into your community just three months ago. I'm very happy. And I am thankful to be in the community. And of course, my podcasts, we don't make any money on these podcasts right now. These are this is a nonprofit group. Um, you just gotta visit us and support us. Visit all of our podcasts at spreaker.com slash eventide ENT, ENT short for entertainment. Or do a Google search, Eventide Podcast Network on Google, and you will find us. I guarantee it. We're not we're not hard to find. So that's my final thoughts, because I'm getting hoarse, because I am under the weather. Um this Thursday. It's Thanksgiving, then Black Friday, and Small Business Saturday, Cyber Tuesday, all that good stuff. Um, I say anyone that's going out shopping, definitely have a plan, because that's where the best deals happen. If you don't have a plan, if you just show up, and you don't have anything written down, you forget, oh, what's that thing Daniel wanted, then it'll be a disaster. You'll probably get upset because you get the thing you didn't get the thing that you wanted. But I would say keep your cool, because here's the thing. There's a lot of people that are shopping. They're not going to get what they want. And sometimes they take it way too far. Uh, I know in several places, 
I know it didn't happen in Ohio. I think over in New York it happened. There was like a big brawl that would break out at midnight. So many people were at these stores. And they um, And here's the thing. That's just really stupid because it's happened a few times. At least two or three times Thanksgiving in this country, we have some type of big brawl. Some guy got upset because he didn't buy his kid that new um, turbo, tur- turbo toy, whatever that is. And shame on the parents, shame on the adults. I think that's really sad and pathetic. And why do they act the way that they do when they do that? Anger control. They apparently you have trouble. We have troubles with your anger. Um, so my two advices on that: if you do have trouble with your anger and you're going out shopping, I suggest try to take some breathing exercises, or at least at the very least make a plan, so you can't get upset over. That's one less thing you can get upset about. There's that. For those of you that are cool-minded, those of you that ain't going to punch someone in the face, get your yeah, get your favorite underwear was out of stock kudos and if you see something bad that happens please go to the um, mall management because a lot of these guys go to the mall they got security go to security tell them you're harassed or you see someone that's being harassed and they'll go to jail or at least they'll go to mall jail they'll do that and of course any stores that's a brick and mortar we have there'll be police flying around everywhere do not be harassed don't let um this holiday season be an excuse for harassment Eventide Podcast Network, Maxwell Patton, and your two-year anniversary of your show. That's the way it is.